Welcome back. It's not too late to enter into that portal that's been released this year. And I think this season, you have a better idea of what exactly that portal is. So we're going up by the cross within. What we need to do, which is the scholarship, the doctrines, the theology, <gasps> all the things your brain dreads the most. We're going to study so hard. <laughs> oh, yes. My angels are always so good to remind me. And I even have been getting reminders from my future self to study. And, uh, yeah, so we can study together. We're gonna study an Amplified Classic, which is wonderful. And it's great because we have such a wonderful glory in the Lord. If you can't feel it right now, I just want to give you a second to focus on Christ inside your spirit. Because this feels really nice. And we want to just break off anything that's in us that thinks that studying is boring because studying the Bible is, in fact, how I very first got high on God. The word going into our spirit, the angel said, take the scroll and eat it. We inhale his word. Amen. So let's take a moment just to center ourselves. Focus on Christ within. It's that God inside mindedness that anchors us. We want to be really anchored this season. And I want to encourage you if you find your mind just so much, you know, in the celestial realm or you have any troubled thoughts, just rest right into that anchor of Christ inside your spirit. Because see, it's the Word that keeps us in the high place. The word in our spirit, working through our soul and our flesh, through the natural realm, influencing the way we behave, the way we treat others, and what we do. So just take a moment and breathe in this glory. Doesn't that feel nice? And just take a moment to soak in that presence and let 
the weariness of the world fall off your shoulders and the anointing break over your yoke. Just a moment to adore the living God who lives within us and all around us and let his presence saturate you with peace tangible, beautiful presence. Isn't that wonderful? Alright, so if you want to open up your Bible or your app or if you just want to watch along on the screen, we're going to study until your Bible goes study. Until the Word of God goes planted deep within your spirit, not for your brain, not for your emotions, but plant it deep within your spirit, open your spirit wide to receive revelation. And as that seed goes into that earthen vessel to die in the spirit, the mind of Christ, like rainbow lightning, piercing through your heart and your mind, renewing your mind, as the Holy Spirit reminds you of what Jesus said. Amen. This is just the best day of our lives, so we want to enjoy it in the Word. Right. The first letter of Peter. And since we're scholarly now, we'll read the introduction. This letter was written by Peter, one of the twelve apostles to the churches in the northern part of Asia Minor. It seems quite probable that Peter was in Rome and wrote this letter about AD 63, shortly before his death. Babylon 513 was probably a code name for Rome since we have no evidence that Peter was in Babylon on the Euphrates. The fact that John Mark, 1 Peter 5, 14, was in Rome with Paul about this time, Colossians 4:10, seems to favor Rome as the place from which Peter wrote this letter. And at your leisure, any part of this we go through, if you want to inhale it, 
drink it, eat it. And remember, it's not a good how you. <laughs> it's not about how good this thing remembers Bible verses. It's about the liquid glory, river of life, flooding up through your belly and giving you instruction. So we're just going to put it all in there. This letter reflects the fact that the believers were facing suffering and persecution. It was during the decade of the 60s that the Roman government under Nero shifted its attitude from toleration to persecution in Rome. According to tradition, both Peter and Paul suffered martyrdom in Rome in the latter part of the 60s. Since widespread persecution from the Roman government did not come until the end of the first century under the rule of Dominican, it seems likely. <laughs> that the suffering the readers were enduring came from their pagan environment. The dominant theme throughout is suffering, which is mentioned 16 times. Hey, blessed are those who suffer for righteousness, eh? In Peter's Christological emphasis, I'm going to pretend like we know what that means. Some of you probably do. That's great. The suffering of Christ is noted repeatedly. Peter predicts the eschatological <laughs> hope as an encouragement for believers in their suffering. <laughs> Living in this hostile word, world are to suffer as Christ suffered and allow the grace of God to be amplified in their lives. Outline. Salutation. So great a salvation. Conduct of the believer. Ministry through suffering. Conclusion. Oh. Blank page. <laughs> First Peter 1. Peter, an apostle, a special messenger of Jesus Christ, writing to the elect exiles of the dispersion scattered so abroad in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia who were chosen and foreknown by God the Father and consecrated, sanctified, made holy 
It's also really good if you want to put your hand on your spirit. Just kind of recycle that energy. Grow our little baby spirits into big spirits. Just like your dad. By the spirit to be obedient to Jesus, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and to be sprinkled with his blood. May grace, spiritual blessing, and peace be given to you in increasing abundance that spiritual peace to be realized in and through Christ. Freedom from fears, agitating passions, and moral conflicts. Praised, honored, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. By his boundless mercy, we have been born again to an ever-living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Born anew into an inheritance which is beyond the reach of change and decay, imperishable, unsullied, and unfading, reserved in heaven for you. Oh, an inheritance in heaven. We her you. We holy who are being guarded, garrisoned by God's power through your faith, so you fully inherit that final, final salvation. Oh, final salvation that is ready to be revealed for you in the last time. be exceedingly glad on this account. Though now for a little while you may be distressed by trials and suffer temptations, so that the genuineness of your faith may be tested. Your faith, which is infinitely, infinitely, Infinitely <laughs> Infinitely More precious than the perishable gold which is tested 
and purified by fire. This proving of your faith is intended to redound to your praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, is revealed. Without having seen him, you love him. Though you do not even now see him, you believe in him and exalt and thrill an inexpressible and glorious, triumphant, heavenly joy. At the same time, you receive the result, outcome, consummation of your faith, the salvation of your souls. The prophets who prophesied of the grace, divine blessing which was intended for you, searched and inquired earnestly about this salvation. They sought to find out to whom or when this was to come, which the Spirit of Christ working within them was indicated when he indicating when he predicted the sufferings of Christ and all the glories that should follow them. It was disclosed to them then that the services they were rendering were not meant for themselves in their period of time, but for you. It is these very things which have now been made known plainly to you by those who preach the good news, the gospel, to you by the same Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Holy. Into these things the very angels long to look. Um, let's read that part again. It was then disclosed to them that the services they were rendering were not meant for themselves in their period of time, but for you. It is these very things which have now already been made known plainly to you by those who preached the good news, the gospel, to you by the same Holy Spirit sent from heaven into these things, the very angels long to look. So, brace up your minds. Be sober. Circumspect, morally alert. Aha, you see that? Morally alert. The black, okay, let's, let's dive into this a little bit here. The black and white uh, witchcraft magic and sorcery of manipulation of religion is about oh does that mean drunken glory versus no drunken glory and so they keep you in that you know kind of a mental cage i know not you you're more advanced than that you know you've got it figured out <laughs> oh it's making me drool mm, i hope you guys are feeling good more grace. Morally alert. This is a key here. We're talking about this portal. Portal to the heavenlies. There is an awake, an awakening, an awakeness of your innermost being and your inner man and even in your thought life and your, your just your waking consciousness, your sleeping consciousness of this 
the status of being morally alert that you're not just like kind of on lazy you know this kind of like lazy autopilot you know uh, that the, the autopilot of the flesh or the soul is actually really uh, unhelpful to the spirit because it just repeats and loops the same patterns right the broken record the thing we always do is like what I what I do I do not want to do and or something like that it's that repeat pattern in the soul so if you're just on autopilot in the soul thinking that's your easy and light you'll never go open the portal because you know grace is kind of being used for the wrong thing grace should grace is the substance that allows you to choose your master it's written but it also says be careful which one you choose once you have the grace to choose so are you gonna use it to rise okay and be morally alert that's really good you have that discipline there is a discipline of the mind and of the heart of the soul and the spirit that you know once you you're really walking in the discipline of that and you're really consciously hating sin when you do it the difference between doing it in an external bewitched uh, church setting and the way that actually works is being God inside minded while consciously having that discipline of being morally alert that's what actually is that training uh, to bring you into the place of righteousness so there, there is a training and a discipline uh, of those spiritual spiritual principles so yeah because you love God more than you love sin and so we do that and yeah so we can be well on our way to the uh, the best salvation for last set your hope holy and unchangeable on the grace divine favor that is coming to you when Jesus Christ the Messiah is revealed live as children of obedience to God do not conform yourselves to the evil desires that governed you in your former ignorance when you did not know the requirements of the gospel but as the one who called you is holy you yourselves also be holy in all your conduct and manner of living for it is written you shall be holy for I am holy and thank you father for these ones listening at the sound of my voice and this is our prayer to you today we pray let us be holy as you are holy amen and if you call upon him as your father who judges each one impartially according to what he does then you should conduct yourselves with true reverence throughout the time of your temporary residence on the earth whether long or short you must know recognize that you are redeemed ransomed from the useless fruitless way of living inherited by tradition from your forefathers not with corruptible things such as silver and gold but you are purchased with the blood the precious blood of Christ the Messiah like that of a sacrificial lamb without blemish or spot it is true that he was chosen and foreordained destined and foreknown for it before 
the foundation of the world. But he was brought out to public view, made manifest in these last days at the end of the times, for the sake of you. Through him you believe in, adhere to, rely on God who raised him up from the dead and gave him honor and glory, so that your faith and hope are centered and rest in God. So that your faith and hope are centered and rest in God. Since by your obedience to the truth through the Holy Spirit, you have purified your hearts for the sincere affection of the brethren, see that you love one another fervently and from a pure heart. You have been regenerated, born again, not from a mortal origin seed sperm, but from one that is immortal, by the ever-living and lasting word of God. For all flesh, mankind is like grass, and all its glory honor like the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower drops off, but the word of the Lord, divine instruction, the gospel endures forever, and this word is the good news which was preached to you. So be done with every trace of wickedness, depravity, malignity, and all deceit, and insincerity, pretense, hypocrisy, and grudges, envy, jealousy, and slander, and evil speaking of every kind. Like newborn babies, you should crave, thirst for, earnestly desire, the pure, unadulterated, spiritual milk, that by it you may be nurtured and grow unto completed salvation. Ah. <laughs> wow. Completed salvation. Let's read that first part again. So be done with every trace of wickedness, depravity, malignity, and all deceit, and insincerity, pretense, hypocrisy, and grudges, envy, jealousy, and slander, and evil speaking of every kind. Crave, thirst for, earnestly desire the pure, unadulterated spiritual milk that by it you may be nurtured and grow unto completed salvation. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us, raising us, and growing us into completed salvation. Since you have already tasted the goodness and kindness of the Lord, come to him, then to that living stone which men tried and threw away, but which is chosen and precious in God's sight. Come, and like living stones, be yourselves built up into a spiritual house for a holy, dedicated, consecrated priesthood to offer up those spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable, and pleasing to God through Jesus Christ. 
For thus it stands in scripture, Behold, I am laying in Zion a chosen, honored, precious chief cornerstone, and he, believe, he who believes in him, who adheres to, trusts in, and relies on him, shall never be disappointed or put to shame. To you, then, who believe, who adhere to, trust in, and rely on him, is the preciousness. <laughs> but for those who disbelieve, it is true. The very stone which the builders rejected has become the main cornerstone. And a stone that will cause stumbling and a rock that will give men offense. They stumble because they disobey and disbelieve God's word, as those who reject him were destined, appointed to do. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a dedicated nation, God's own purchased special people that you may set forth the wonderful deeds, and display the virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people at all, but now you are God's people. Once you were unpitied, but now you are pitied and receive mercy. Beloved, I implore you as aliens and strangers and exiles in this world to abstain from the sensual urges, the evil desires, the passions of the flesh, your lower nature that wage war against the soul. Conduct yourselves properly, honorably, righteously among the Gentiles, so that although they may slander you as evildoers, yet they may by witnessing your good deeds Come to glorify God in the day of inspection, when God shall look upon you as wanderers, as a pastor or shepherd looks over his flock. Be submissive to every human institution and authority, for the sake of the Lord, whether it be to the emperor as supreme, or to governors, or, or to... Read good. As sent by him to bring vengeance, punishment, justice to those who do wrong, and to encourage those who do good service. For it is God's will and intention that by doing right, your good and honest lives should silence, muzzle gag the ignorant charges and ill-informed criticisms of foolish persons. Live as free people, yet without employing your freedom as a pretext for wickedness. But live at all times as servants of God. Show respect for all men, treat them honorably, love the brotherhood, the Christian fraternity of which Christ is the head. Reverence to God, honor the emperor, 
you who are household servants, be submissive to your masters with all proper respect, not only to those who are kind and considerate and reasonable, but also toward those to those who are surly, overbearing, unjust, and crooked. For one is regarded favorably as approved, acceptable, and thankworthy. If, as in the sight of God, he endures the pain of unjust suffering. After all, what kind of glory is it there in it, if, when you do wrong and are punished for it, you take it patiently? But if you bear patiently with suffering, which results when you do right, and that is undeserved, it is acceptable and pleasing to God. For even to this you were called, it is inseparable from your vocation. For Christ also suffered for you, leaving you his personal example so that you should follow in his footsteps. He was guilty of no sin, neither was deceit guile ever found on his lips. When he was reviled and insulted, he did not revile or offer insult in return. When he was abused and suffered, he made no threats of vengeance, but he trusted himself and everything to him who judges fairly. He personally bore our sins in his own body on the tree, as on an altar, and offered himself on it, that we might die, cease to exist, to sin, and to live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were going astray like so many sheep, but now you have come back to the shepherd and guardian, the bishop of your souls. In like manner, you married women, be submissive to your own husbands, subordinate yourselves as being secondary to and dependent on them, and adapt yourselves to them, so that even if any do not obey the word of God, they may be won over not by discussion, but by the godly lives of their wives. When they observe the pure and modest way in which you conduct yourselves together with your reverence for your husband, you are to feel for him all that reverence includes, to respect, defer to, revere him, to honor, esteem, appreciate, prize, and in the human sense, to adore him that is to admire, praise, be devoted to, deeply love, and enjoy your husband. Let not yours be the merely external adorning with elaborate interweaving and knotting of the hair, the wearing of jewelry, or changes of clothes, but let it be the inward adorning and beauty of the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible and unfading charm of a gentle and peaceful spirit, which is not anxious or wrought up, but is very precious in the sight of God. For it was thus that the pious women of old, who hoped in God, were accustomed to beautify themselves, and were submissive to their husbands, adapting themselves to them as secondary and dependent upon them. It was thus that Sarah obeyed Abraham 
following his guidance and acknowledging his headship over her by calling him Lord, Master, Leader, Authority. And you are now her true daughters if you do right and let nothing terrify you, not giving way to hysterical fears or letting anxieties unnerve you. In the same way, you married men should live considerately with your wives, with an intelligent recognition of the marriage relation, honoring the woman as physically the weaker, but realizing that you are joint heirs of the grace, God's unmerited favor of life. In order that your prayers may not be hindered and cut off, otherwise you cannot pray effectively. Finally, all of you should be of one and the same mind, united in spirit, sympathizing with one another, loving each other as brethren of one household, compassionate and courteous, tender-hearted and humble. Never return evil for evil or insult for insult, scolding, tongue-lashing, berating, but on the contrary, blessing, praying for their welfare, happiness and protection, and truly pitying and loving them. For to know that, for know that to this you have been called, that you may yourselves inherit a blessing from God, that you may obtain a blessing as heirs, bringing welfare and happiness and protection. For let him who wants to enjoy life and see good days, good whether apparent or not, keep his tongue free from evil and his lips from guile, treachery, deceit. Let him turn away from wickedness and shun it. Let him do what's right. Let him search for peace, harmony, undisturbedness from fears, agitating passions, and moral conflicts, and seek it eagerly. Do not merely desire peaceful relations with God, with your fellow men, and with yourself, but pursue, go after them. For the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. Those who are upright and in right standing with God, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who practice evil, to oppose them, to frustrate, and defeat them. Now who is there to hurt you, if you are zealous followers of that which is good? But even in case, you should suffer for the sake of righteousness. But even in case, you should suffer for the sake of righteousness. You are blessed, happy, to be envied. Do not dread or be afraid of their threats, nor be disturbed by their opposition. But in your hearts, set Christ apart as holy, and acknowledge him as Lord. Always be ready to give a logical defense to anyone who asks you to account for the hope that is in you but do it courteously and respectfully.
போட்டுருச்ச பேத்த அது இஷ்டம் நம்ம பேருக்குதான் இந்த மூவியா வந்தாய் A fresh wisdom and understanding is stirred up within your spirit. And see to it that your conscience is entirely clear, unimpaired, so that when you are falsely accused as evildoers, those who threaten you abusively, and revile your right behavior in Christ may come to be ashamed of slandering your good lives for it is better to suffer unjustly for doing right if that should be god's will than to suffer justly for doing wrong for Christ the messiah himself died for sins once for all the righteous for the unrighteous the just for the unjust the innocent for the guilty that he might bring us to god in his human body he was put to death but he was made alive in the spirit in which he went and preached to the spirits in prison the souls of those who long before in the days of noah had been disobedient When God's patience waited during the building of the ark in which a few people actually eight in number were saved through water and baptism which is a figure of their deliverance does now also save you from inward questionings and fears save you from inward questionings and fears you see when you're logging online it's not the prophets and the apostles answers to all your streams of questions you may have a whole string of questions and fears and when it comes out it's kind of like brain vomit what you need is not a list of answers to your list of questions that is not going to help you one bit all it's going to do is feed your brain which will then have more questions and confusion because what you're dealing with is the throne of satan in the fallen nature in the brain realm of the brain lording over the soul and the spirit So what you need is baptism. Baptism. Thank you Father for baptism for our deliverance from inward questionings and fears in Jesus name. Amen. Not by the removing of outward body filth, bathing, but providing you with the answer of a good and clear conscience. Inward cleanness and peace before God because you are demonstrating what you believe to be yours through the resurrection of Jesus Christ and he has now entered into heaven and is at the right hand of God with all angels and authorities and powers made subservient to him
So since Christ suffered in the flesh for us, for you, arm yourselves with the same thought and purpose, patiently to suffer rather than fail to please God. For whoever has suffered in the flesh, having the mind of Christ, is done with intentional sin, has stopped pleasing himself in the world, and pleases God, so that he can no longer spend the rest of his natural life living by his human appetites and desires, but he lives for what God wills. For the time that is past already suffices for doing what the Gentiles like to do, living as you have done in shameless, insolent wantonness, in lustful desires, drunkenness, reveling, drinking bouts, and abominable, abominable, lawless idolatries. They are astonished and think it very queer that you do not now, that you do not now run hand in hand with them in the same excesses of dissipation, and they abuse you. But they will have to give an account to him who is ready to judge and pass sentence on the living and the dead. For this is why the good news of the gospel was preached in their lifetime, even to the dead, that though judged in fleshly bodies as men are, they might live in the spirit as God does. But the end and culmination of all things has now come near. Keep sound-minded and self-restrained and alert, therefore for the practice of prayer. Above all things have intense and unfailing love for one another, for love covers a multitude of sins, forgives and disregards the offenses of others. Practice hospitality to one another, those of the household of faith. Be hospitable, be a lover of strangers, with brotherly affection for unknown guests, the foreigners, the poor, and all others who come your way, who are of Christ's body. And in each instance, do it ungrudgingly, cordially, and graciously, without complaining, but as representing Him. As each of you has, a, has received a gift, a particular spiritual talent, a gracious divine endowment, employ it for one another as befits good trustees of God's many-sided grace, faithful stewards of the extremely diverse powers and gifts granted to Christians by unmerited favor. Whoever speaks, let him do it as one who utters oracles of God. Whoever renders service, let him do it as with the strength God furnishes, abundantly, so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, the Messiah. To him be the glory and dominion forever and ever, through endless ages. Amen. So be it. Beloved, do not be amazed and bewildered at the fiery ordeal which is taking place to test your quality, as though something strange unusual and alien to you and your position were befalling you. But insofar as you are sharing Christ's sufferings, rejoice, so that when his glory, 
full of radiance and splendor. Is revealed, you may also rejoice with triumph exultantly. If you are censured and suffer abuse because you bear the name of Christ, blessed are you. Happy, fortunate to be envied. With life, joy, and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation. Regardless of your outward condition, because the Spirit of glory, the Spirit of God, is resting upon you. On their part, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or a thief, or any sort of criminal, or as a mischief-maker, a meddler in the affairs of others, infringing on their rights. But if one is ill-treated and suffers as a Christian, which he is contentiously called, let him not be ashamed, but give glory to God that he is deemed worthy to suffer in this name. For the time has arrived for judgment to begin with the household of God. And if it begins with us, what will be the end of those who do not respect or believe or obey the good news, the gospel of God? And if the righteous are barely saved, what will become of the godless and wicked? Therefore, those who are ill-treated and suffer in accordance with God's will must do right and commit their souls in charge as a deposit to the one who created them and will never fail them. Amen. I warn and counsel the elders among you, the pastors and spiritual guides of the church, as a fellow elder and as an eyewitness called to testify of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a sharer in the glory, the honor and splendor that is to be revealed, disclosed, unfolded, tend, nurture, guard, guide, and fold the flock of God that is your responsibility, not by coercion or constraint, but willingly, not dishonorably motivated by the advantages and profits belonging to the office, but eagerly and cheerfully, not domineering as arrogant, dictatorial, overbearing persons over those in your charge, but being examples, patterns, and models of Christian living to the flock, the congregation. And then when the chief shepherd is revealed, you will win the conqueror's crown of glory. Likewise, you who are younger and of lesser rank, be subject to the elders and ministers and spiritual guides of the church, giving them due respect and yielding to their counsel. Clothe, apron yourselves, all of you, with humility, as the garb of a servant, so that its covering cannot possibly be stripped from you with freedom from pride and arrogance toward one another for God sets himself against the proud the insolent the overbearing the disdainful the presumptuous the boastful and he opposes frustrates and defeats them but gives grace favor blessing to the humble <laughs> therefore humble yourselves demote, lower yourselves in your own estimation, 
under the mighty hand of God, that in due time he may exalt you, casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns once and for all on him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Be vigilant and cautious at all times. For that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion, roaring in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. Withstand him, be firm in faith against his onset, rooted, established, strong, immovable, and determined, knowing that the same identical sufferings are appointed to your brotherhood, the whole body of Christians throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts all blessing and favor, who has called you to his own eternal glory. In Christ Jesus will himself complete and make you what you ought to be, establish and ground you securely, and strengthen and settle you. To him be the dominion, power, authority, rule, forever and ever. Amen. So be it. By Sylvanus, a true, loyal, consistent, incorruptible brother as I consider him, I have written briefly to you to counsel and urge and stimulate you and to declare to you that this is the true account of the grace, the undeserved favor of God. Be steadfast and per persevere in it. She, your sister here in Babylon, who is elect, chosen with yourself, sends you greetings, and so does my son, disciple Mark. Salute one another with a kiss of love the symbol of mutual affection to all of you that are in Christ Jesus the Messiah. May there be peace, every kind of peace and blessing, especially peace with God and freedom from fears, agitating passions, and moral conflicts. Amen. So be it. Beautiful word of God. And just a quick note from the Holy Spirit. It is a reminder, the river reminder, flowing like liquid glory from within my spirit. Out of our belly is flowing liquid love. Liquid instructions. Mm, this is really good. As you're navigating, ooh, you know, the Christian glory life in 2022 in modern America and modern first world nations, especially, one of the things that the Spirit has been has taught me: we're in a time of the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great and a perversion that's just been unknown largely unknown to mankind up until now at these levels 
just steeped and saturated in it basically since birth if you grow up pretty much anywhere in a first world nation unless you grow up like in an Amish community or something like that which is you know possibly even worse <laughs> uh, but one of those things you have to understand with this cultural connotation there are cultures that exist and I've had friends in them where a common familial sign of mutual affection is a kiss on the cheek. And that's something that families do, that's something that even co-workers do, and it's just normal. It's just a part of their culture, right? In 2022, part of that cultural reality of the, the mass on mass perversion of Jezebel, kisses are very much reserved for intimate relationships you know as in like sexually intimate or you know proceeding in that direction it's really not normal in our culture and so part of the wisdom on that and most people probably hopefully watching this already know this but just in case you know we're all learning it's really not the greatest idea to just go around in the glory in this culture, kissing each other <laughs> its not good. It's not something the spirit is doing right now. It's really not. Another thing he showed me was if you look up that word, that greeting of that, that kiss of mutual affection, that word shows up in the Old Testament. I believe it's in Proverbs. And I looked it up in the interlinear and that word, uh, that word, that kiss of affection, of mutual love, is actually the same meaning as an armory, to arm them with weaponry. <laughs> Just understanding the uses of the intensity of Jezebel's deceptions in modern times, especially in the glory, to prevent people from rising into the celestial sphere, into the cosmic tree of life. That is the portal, the portal of purity, and so understanding the times and the seasons, the instruction in the word of God. Yeah, if you go after and chase after love and affection, you know, kissy emojis. You know, trying to kissing people or whatever. It's not gonna go well. <laughs> it's really not. Okay, take it from uh, Rick Joyner. When he went into heaven, he met a lady who is in heaven currently. Like, he literally got caught up to heaven and there's a witness in the cloud. And this was the advice that she gave to him. Real person in heaven. She advised him not to seek friendships or relationships. Never seek relationships. Never seek friendships. And on that same note, I'm going to say, never seek mutual love and affection with people. Because if you're doing that in that soulish realm, this is what the lady in heaven told Rick Joyner, never seek after those. And she even advised him that if he was on the earth, him even just encountering her, he would be completely overcome 
with lust. Her advice to him as an earth dweller was to seek only pure worship. Because in that place of seeking pure worship of God, that automatically aligns the rest of your relationships and everything. And that is that purity that allows you to rise through that portal into the tree of life. You literally have to let and allow what you consider to be your spiritual love, brotherly affection, mutual affection, everything that you think is your ability to minister love to others and what you've known to allow it to die despite the fears of possibly wondering well what else then do I have to offer because that's what I am you have to let that die as you let that die and you seek only worship of God that purity and seeking him within alone and you cut off everything else he's the one who makes you rise and he orders everything else and then it becomes an automatic overflow so anywhere where there's like an attempt an external attempt or striving to try to love you know we gotta make this love revival happen it's never gonna end well and it's always under the cap of Jezebel and that also that's also how they get people once you rise into the celestial tree of life, you know, you can fall from any height. That's usually the kind of routes they'll get to try and pull people back down into the earth realm again. And the trouble with that is that people, once coming into the knowledge of the celestial sphere, being pulled back down into the earth, they still have a mental ascension there. And a lot of times are not going to realize until they bear forth the fruit that that's what happened to them. So just our safety warnings. <laughs> Buckle your seatbelts. Stay on the ride. <laughs> Amen. Does <laughs> we want to go up, up, up from here? Higher and higher. wonderful be empowered like a full set of armor from the armory the treasury of love the kiss of love of the Holy Spirit to fully armor yourself for the day of battle in the celestial realm with your sword Driven deep inside the mountain, keeping you in place, your focus on God, being sober and morally alert at all times, intoxicated in the love of God and the worship of Him, and allowing His nature formed in you, the divine nature, to rise, for every gemstone to be added to you, to dwell in Him continually. Abide in him as he abides in you. And in that place, whatever you ask in his name will be given to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. The divine nature of Christ. Amen. Love you guys. 
and I'll see you next time.